you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome to Off the Edge with me, your host, Cam Jordan. Can't wait to talk about everything else that did not pertain to the Saints losing, but I'll talk about that too. So that's what we'll probably start off. I'm also going to bring in, you know, just the reaction to Dre. Greenlaw's ejection in the the 49er Eagles game. Who was right, who was wrong? Stick with me, we'll talk about it. And then I'm going to bring in one of my teammates, one of my one of my friends, my my guys on the squad, you know, man with three interceptions, a man who just got the Walter Payton man of the year nominee, Tyron Matthews. So stick with me on Off the Edge with me, your host. Let's get into it. Start this off right and proper. We're going to say the Saints are officially on a streak on the losing side, and that does not feel great. I hate it. Uh, We have now lost our third game in a row. And to the Detroit Lions, which I think are a really good team, led by Dan Campbell, who was formerly the New Orleans Saints, Aaron Glenn on the defensive coordinator side, who was with the New Orleans Saints. Um, You know, you you lose to Detroit by touchdown, and, and honestly, the Saints have been digging themselves in a hole at the beginning of the game uh, for the last few games. You can clearly see a noticeable change in how we lose games when we start off trailing and not by trailing by one touchdown or, you know, it's, it's multiple scores. Um, and that's, you know, just the tail of the tape is when you have a, a horrendous first quarter, you dig yourself too deep in a hole, it's hard to fight out. And the team has a lot of fight. The team has a lot of heart. The team has a lot of get back. You can see it in the tail of the tapes when you turn on the second half and the defense is astounding the second half. Doesn't mean like if you don't come out hot and play a complete 60 minutes, you're clearly beatable. And that's where we are. Um, So we have to find our way to correct this first quarter. We correct the first quarter. We start off hot. You know, we go to the halftime up. I don't see us losing to anybody uh, minus the one time we lost our quarterback in the third quarter. 
and Derek Carr and James took over and we lost to the Green Bay Packers. You know, when we t- when we take a, a early on lead, a commanding lead, and we don't look back, that's how you end up with the game like we played against the Patriots, 35-0. That's what I'd like to see for the remaining five games. I'd like to see us starting hot, fast, quick, and never look back. Let's get there. And also, you know, this game, I, I think I got relegated to a whole 17 or 18 snaps. 17. I'd like to say 17, which I'd say is new, but also – you know, we we uh Atlanta game. We I'm not sure what liberties I'm 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 at liberty to divulge in the information about uh, an injury, but I had an injury that I was dealing with. You know, um, and made it to the point where I got to work out day before the game, and everything was good, and you know, got to practice the Saturday to play Sunday, and so whatever role that was given, I'm willing to accept and do to the fullest of my abilities. Uh, and so as I get healthier, I assume I'm going to rapidly just be healed. I'll be delivered. So we're going to go get it. You know, again, five games left. We've got an uh, in-division opponent coming coming to us this week in the Carolina Panthers. So we have to be able to uh, get after Bryce Young, make him uncomfortable in the pocket. You know, we have to be the difference. The D-line has to be the difference maker, being able to shut down the run and get after Bryce Young. It just is what it is. It needs to happen, has to happen, so we don't have this – conversation next week uh, even though we lost this game there's a lot of wins on the field just from guys being able to play guys like Zach Bond getting a sack also as, as well as you know just guys in general supporting their foundation bringing awarenesses to their causes because this week was a my cleats my cause week where guys get to do just that wear cleats that are customized to bring awareness to their cause some guys had you know a teammate of mine who had awareness thyroid cancer uh my guy uh tyre matthews you know represented his his uh foundation and he'll, he'll tell us about that when he comes in and, and, and with the interview bringing in our next topic uh being the you know situation of the 49ers eagles games i'm irritated with the family after the game, you know, trying to take my, trying to take my cool decompress from football. And I turn on football. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but we're watching the 49ers Eagles game and you see uh, Dre Greenlaw getting kicked out of a game for a a tackle that led to a sideline where the Eagles thought he gave a little bit extra sauce. um, And, you know, a little, little scuffle ensues. I'm not going to call it a fight. A little scuffle, a little pushing contest ensues between the players. You know, the players. And, of course, somebody who was not a player had nothing really to do with the blood, sweat, and tears uh, being out in the game. But I'm sure he was all bought in. You know, he's clearly uh, a man was, uh, you know, I've I've seen T-shirts, sweatshirts, whatever it is, Twitter posts, Instagram posts about uh, you don't mess with whatever his name is, the, the older gentleman that's been a security uh, personnel. We've got a security guy on our team and I've never seen him. You know, my guy, Danny Lawless would never, I don't think I'm going to say that now, but like, if it ever happens, I'm going to stick up for Danny anyways. But the Philadelphia Eagles uh, security personnel got into the fray. Like you're 60, bro. Relax. Like you got brittle bones. Maybe you're not 60, 50, 45, you know, but maybe you just let the players play and the players handle it. And you Stay in your lane. By the way, he did not stay in his lane, and Dre Greenlaw felt like he was a threat and addressed him, gave him a little, hey, mind your business, and somehow gets thrown out of game for – I'm still not clear on why he got thrown out of the game. And then, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles security guy got, got kicked out the game as well, but I think for, for Philadelphia, there was probably a phenomenal trade. 
you know uh my boy from from philly was was in town and was like was like man that's not a bad trade-off a security personnel for one of their top defensive players we'll take it every time so it just is what it is i don't feel any type of way about it other than stay in your lane let the players handle it just is what it is you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Appreciate you coming on for uh for my podcast off the edge with, with your boy. Um, and you know, I just want to ask you things straight off the rip. You know, I'm gonna say thank you for the illustrious honey badger. I I, I I'm gonna say you've got so many nicknames, I don't know where to start. You know, we call you five, we call you honey badger, tyrant, you know, say yeah. T T five. I'm still like I'm just variations here, you know, but three three time pro bowler. I appreciate you just being on the podcast with me, bro. I appreciate you just taking a little bit of your time. I know you're busy over in the North Shore. You know, uh, the the man, the myth, the legend that went to St. Aug from New Orleans lives 45 minutes out. My, my, my first question is, why you live so far away from home, bro? You came home and you and you decided to move across the water. Man, to be honest, bro, um, I don't have a problem with living on the on uh, South Shore. Uh, but, you know, I think the North Shore, man, I got three kids. So, you know, I think that like the idea of like, uh, you know, having like the big backyard, Big front yard, you know what I mean? Nice pool. Um, you know, you could do that, I feel like, on the North Shore. Bro, you your uh your uh my my cause, my cleats, week 13 NFL, everybody gets to put, you know, their own foundation, somebody else's foundation, support somebody else's foundation. Like I went St. Jude's uh children's hospital just because I love the phenomenal work that they do. Uh I went to go to Memphis this offseason. I was like, bro, I was like, I I, I walked around the campus, I was like, this is I was like, why don't I do more with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, why don't I do more for somebody else? But, you know, your organization and what, is it, what, what does it mean and what does it represent for you? Well, uh, my, my organization, uh, I started my foundation, man, I, I want to say probably like eight, nine years ago. And, uh, you know, the, the, the real inspiration for me was, was always my grandmother. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, in my mind, in my eyes, really, man, like she was like the first person that I saw that, um, like was always like in a service mode, you know what I mean? Like just willing to help people. Like, and my grandmother didn't have much, but you know, whatever she, well, did, she did have, have, you know what I mean? She was willing to share. 
And when I got drafted to Arizona, man, like it was a good, it was a good situation for me because um I was around a good I was around a good group of football players, like guys that's probably going to the Hall of Fame. Um, but those dudes was like legit off the field too. You know what I mean? Like uh, you know, Calais Campbell and you know, Larry Fitzgerald, Patrick Peterson. I think Fitz and Calais like one man of the year. You know what I mean? So like um those guys were like heavy in the community, like for me as a rookie, you know what I mean? So I soaked up a lot of that game and uh, you know, I always told myself, like, man, once I get to like my second contract, like once I'm straight and secure, um, uh, you know, I do much more, you know, in the community. Uh so it's kind of worked out like that for me. Um, but this year, man, uh uh I, I chose to represent every year I choose to represent my foundation. Uh, but this year was a little different because uh, you know, lately I've partnered with, you know, Son of a Saint, uh, which is an organization, you know, from New Orleans, uh, based in New Orleans. And it got a lot to do with, uh, you know, black, uh, young black kids who, uh, may need like a father figure, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they need a mentor, you know, a role model to look up to. So, uh, you know, that, that was kind of personal for me. So it's been cool working with them and, uh, yeah, shout out, Sonny. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they, whatever Sonny's last name is, I've never known. But <laughs> I don't think I know it neither, bro. Now that you say that, uh, hey, hey and been, and been dealing with, with with son of a saint for, and I feel bad now, eight nine years. <laughs> yeah, man, but now nah, it's been cool to work with them, bro, and uh, just meet you know a lot of the kids, you know, uh, you know yeah. that, that they've been a big blessing too. Yeah, man, son of a saint is oh, that. That's the uh, the last time I, I normally. Since I've been in New Orleans, I take one of these young bucks under my wing while they're in high school, you know what I'm saying? Like a yeah. mentor mentee program. And once they get off to college, I send them on their way. Right. Last last kid I sort of was, you know, mentoring uh, Trey Hand. His dad was Norm Hand, played for the Saints back in the gap, whatever. Got him from Son of a Saint. Mm. Trey Hand never left, bro. He just like inserted himself to the family. Boy right. in college <laughs> at University of Arkansas, uh, Monticello, Monticello, whatever it is. I'm still talking to him almost weekly. I'm like, hey, man, are you supposed to spread your wings and fly already, bro? I'm, right. I, I should have a new mentee already. Yeah. He's like, nah, bro, I'm family. You know what I'm saying? But that's right. just, that, that part of New Orleans, bro, is, is just the community feel is always there. The You know, the, the family feel. I try to tell people, like, when they come here and aren't from here or don't know nothing about New Orleans, I was like, if, if anything, the strongest part of that about this fan base is it feels like a real family. Like, yeah. they when you hurting, they hurting. You know, yeah. they'll tell you straight up on the streets, like, hey, when we win... You know, when we win, it's good in the city. Oh, yeah. And we, we, when the, oh, when yeah. the Saints lose, crime yeah. goes up. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of being local, why do we call you five? You you was like seven at LSU when it was a prime number. Yeah. You was 32 in Arizona and in, in Houston. Kansas City for sure was 32. Yeah. Hey, you for sure 32 here. Where five come from? And why, like... So, so, so five... So- so five, I don't think I've ever really told the story. So five actually comes from uh it has it has a lot to do with my grandmother. So uh most if you ask any most people and you ask, hey, what tyrants from? Most people will probably say the seven war. Seven war. And they're right. Right? Itch. But there's like a catch. You know, like like my first couple years on earth, I live 2930 Orleans Avenue, which is the fifth ward. Now, the, the people that know me, they know that. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like where the five come from, you know, because I'm like a seven award dude, but Yo. everybody know like, man, 
he might really be from the fifth ward because that's where his grandma that's where his grandma lives. That's, you know yeah, that's so, where people uh, stay. Okay. Yeah, that, that's where the five come from, and that's actually where my jersey number come from. Uh three 32. plus two. So uh, you know, three plus two. And so uh yeah, man, that's like a uh what is that? Like a little history lesson. Yeah, man, man. He, and here and here I'm like, yeah, that boy really from the seven line say, you know. Right, right. <laughs> de- defense dinner, you take us out to the seven ward. Right, you know, you, right. you take the whole defense to the seven ward. I'm like, man, he's just showing yeah. love to, to his yeah. peoples. Yeah. From the fifth ward. Right. In my blood there, man. Yeah. Man, I'm in the locker room like, I'm like, T, you don't be answering the T. I'm like, five, turn right around. Right. Like, that's crazy. I mean, we talk we talk about the locker room too, but you was like <laughs> earlier this season, bro, you had one interception. He was like, man, I was like, I, I gotta turn, I gotta pick up my pants, boy. Like, I ain't never not led the team in interceptions. And then you they, then you had that two-piece, right? And like you like you, you right on time now. Like, where where'd that come from and what you see for the rest of these last five games? Five. To be honest, bro, um, man, I just see uh, and not just me, bro, but I see all us like uh like just doing whatever it takes to win, bro. Um, and I mean, you know how it is on the defense side of the ball. Like, you we know, the more, the, the, the more you can take the ball away, bro. And, uh, you know, especially like in, you know, late November, December, you know, going into the playoffs, like you want to, you want to be able to, you know, take the ball away and kind of help that, you know, help you build momentum, bro, and confidence. So, uh, I think defensively, bro, like that's like the model for, I mean, even you, like, if somebody would ask, hey, do you want to just sack the quarterback or do you want to sack and take the ball from him? You'd be like, hey, I want, trip that. I want the whole – I want the hat trick. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I want to sack the fumble and I want to recover it. You know? I so, need, need it. Yeah, bro. So, uh, man, I just I just see all of us, man, just, just, just playing way more, uh, you know, aggressive, you know, hungrier, um, you know, just trying to do whatever it takes, bro. Right, you're right. See, see, that's like when you had that two interception game. They were like, "Oh, it's vintage Tyre Matthews." I was like, "Vintage? This boy eating? What vintage? Sound like he old?" <laughs> right. Like, right. What, like, what's up with some of this vintage part? Like, Man, you know how I get, bro. When you when you when you get over thirty, bro. You know. Tell me about uh, the leadership in the DB room, because you know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, WD's loud. I'm overly loud and active in the team. <laughs> and then you bring up your leadership, you know, to to the to the DBs, which I've always said DBs in every every team ever, just, I swear they don't like each other. Like, in my mind, like, D-line, you're always going to be, like, the closest knit, right? D-line, any team I've ever been on, the D-line hangs out together, right? Yeah. We hang out every Thursday, win, lose, or draw. You know, if the def- even if the defense don't hang out, the defensive line is going to hang out. Well, you know how it is on the back end, bro. A lot, Y'all a lot always of, on an island. Yeah, but too, bro, a lot of us um, were supposed to play, like, offense. We just, we just weren't good enough. So I, I don't know if you, you know, I don't know if we got a little bit of that diva, you know, in us. You know what I mean? We think it's all yeah. about us, you know, uh, that that prime time syndrome. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, but nah, bro. I, I think I think we got a good DB room. Um, right. You know, we, we we got some dudes that could, that can really play. You know, I think for me, bro. Uh, you know, every day knowing like I got like a young DB room. Um, it's just being consistent, like showing those dudes what a consistent pro look like, um, you know, in meetings, uh, you know, obviously on the field, um, just just trying to take care of my business the right way, knowing that um, even if those dudes are not necessarily asking me for advice, a lot of them are watching me. 
right? right. And so, um, I mean, that's how some people learn too. They don't necessarily communicate with you. They they can watch what you do and watch how you act and, you know what I mean? Like it can kind of shape their perspective or, you know, like Absolutely. their direction. So I just try to be like a like a sound person, bro, like a sound mind. Uh, I, t- I, try to, I try to tell them the truth, you know what I mean, all the time. Right. Keep um, like shoot a shoot a buck at all times for yeah, sure, bro. And um, but you, bro, you do you do it in such a like a calm demeanor, bro. Like you so level in the room. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like, bro. I don't know how this shit shake because you know me. I be out there shaking the room up. Bro. I'm coming. I'm coming. D line. No, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. This is what we're going to yeah. do. This is what we're going. Like and they, it's a response. You be like, right. hey man, that ain't right. And you, the boys just be like, right. Hey, T, if T saying it, he mean that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Um, and you know, like I said, I think a lot of that got to do with. Like, you know, each and every day that they're going to get the same time. You know what I mean? Like, so they could count on that. Consistency, which is crazy, bro. Because, like, when you came in to the league, bro, you had vets. Like, you know, Pat P was your dog from LSU. Right. You know, over uh, over at the Cardinals. But, you know, you, I feel like you could relate so much more to these guys because, you know, like, yeah, I was a first rounder. You were, you know, you, you were – Coming from LSU, you were that guy, and then you faced some adversity over at LSU. You know, say you had obstacles overcome. They they try to hit you with that like troubled, the, the troubled youth syndrome or, or some. So you, right. you fell a couple rounds into the draft, right? Right. But bro, your your story about you being consistent, it just like elevating your play every year. Like I feel like some of these guys don't really know what you've done and what you've accomplished, bro. So like, right. That's what I'm saying, bro. You got to tell them. Like, I'll be able to, like, I'm like, I'm like, fine, tell them. I'm like, right, you be, right. bro, you used to be so even, consistent, bro. It's crazy. Man, I just, I, I, I mean, like I said, bro, I, I don't really, you know, I don't try to be nothing special, you know. Um, and, you know, I definitely don't try to uh, force anything, you know, yeah. on anybody, you know what I mean? So, uh, man, some dudes come around earlier. Right. Like, you you know, you may, you know, we may sign a dude tomorrow. Right. And he may gravitate towards me and ask me like, you know, man, how you did it. Right. Like, like how you how you stuck around so long. And and then, you know, other guys, it, it, it may take them a while, you know what I mean, to, to come around and, you know, ask like those real questions. Hey, speaking about, speaking about guys like we just signed a cat like what was that a week ago, Sherm, two weeks ago. Yeah. I just like I always I've always talked about it on this podcast or whatever, like. It just brings me back to you, of course, like that business side of football, even like even though you play for the home team now, like I remember we we copped you, you know, we copped you off free agency. What does that free agency feel like? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is what does that feel like in terms of being at a team? And like when you came to us from from uh, Kansas City, like, bro, you they didn't even offer you like did that add a chip right. on your shoulder? Like, how did it make you feel? How are you like, you know, how did that change your mindset? And if it did at all? Man, to be honest, bro, uh, I think for some dudes, free agency is right. Like, I mean, it's probably like one of the best moments of their life. You know, uh, you know, a lot of them going to, you know, sign, you know, pretty good, you know, contracts. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I think for other players, it's different. You know, uh, for me, for example, right. Um, and I mean, we was kind of talking about it earlier, right, in the show. Um, I've always felt. Uh, a responsibility to like the communities I played in. And so, um, you know, most players don't do it, right? right. Like, like most guys aren't invested outside of the defensive meeting. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, boys be like, going home and like act like nothing else exists. 
You know, like so all these like, all these schools out here, all these people that you could like touch, affect, be around, learn your community, do all this. Like, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but, but you know, uh, man, for me, like it was tough because, um, like I didn't know I was going to the Saints. I didn't know, like I didn't know the situation that was like waiting for me. Right. Yeah. So, you know, when you, when you it, like have those type of you know uh, moments, like where. Man, you like, damn, you like, bro, I just sacrificed three years. It's like, I gave everything I could, you know, to whatever organization, right? And so, and then it's time for you to move on. And won a Super Bowl. But right. Like, and, and for some players, it's easy to move on. You know what I mean? Like, they don't really care. And I think for other players, which is a small percentage, like, like they, they wear that. You know what I yeah. mean? And so, uh, but the blessing in my situation was, you know, even though it took me a while, you know, to kind of get over, you know, that's that, what I'm saying. Like, damn, I ain't about to be a chief no more. And, you know, I got kids that, you know, like love the chiefs and, you know, and, you know, I got a family like, you know what I mean? Like, like this, well, this is our home. Right. And, you know, now you got to pick up and, and move. So it's a lot of those type of, you know, uh, conversations and, you know, ish- issues you got to kind of iron out. Um, but, but the blessing for me was, man, like, you know, like I got a chance to come back home. You know, I got a chance to come back to the crib. So, you know, as bad as it kind of stung for me, like, damn, you know, I ain't going to be a part of that no more. But, you know, you never know what God got waiting on you. So uh, to the crib we go. That was a blessing for me, bro. But but, but some dudes, man, like they don't have that. You know, I, you know, look, we we signed you, and then I was like, all right, cool. And then you didn't show up to training camp, and I was like, hey, what what the hell just happened? <laughs> They're like, and he was like, yeah, he's had, he's he's having some some uh, family issues. Like, you just had to get your mind right from that. Like, I never asked, and I've always wondered. Like, right. I like, yeah, I, was like man, I was like, man, he coming home. He got to make sure he got to make sure everybody everybody knows he here for business and not pleasure. Right, and man, that was that was important for me, bro. You know, um, and you know, I think I had. You know, I've been in the league long enough. You know, I've, I've done a lot of good things, right? And, um, you know, I, I felt like I had kind of earned that grace, right, to to be able to um, take that time, right? Because you see dudes that don't take the time, right? And then into it. after a while, you're like, damn, what happened to him? Like, well, like why, why, why is it like that with him? You know what I mean? And it could be, you know, him getting in trouble. It could be, it could be a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? And so for me, man, you, you you try to avoid that because, you know, when you when you lock in on a football season like that, that's important. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's what's putting food on the table. Like that's what's allowing your kids to travel the world. And right. So like you, you won't be all in. Right. Like you don't want half of your mind to be on football. And then the other half, you worrying about all these different things that that's kind of going on outside of it. So, um, but yeah, bro, like, like, like that's what happened. Really. I was like, I've, I've been waiting. I was like, we talked. I was like, I was like, you're like, man, I'm good now. I was like, good now. What the hell yeah. that mean? Like, yeah. well, like, all right. And then we got to the season. You've been locked in forever, forever. And yeah. to the, you know, second year with the team, you know, three interceptions in. I'm, I'm like, bro, he going to finish with six. I don't care. I'm calling it. bro. Uh, yeah. So, that being said, bro, everything that you you know you've done, city, city, community, community, with your foundation, teaming up with son of son of a saint, um, leads you to you know now uh, being told you know you're the the Saints Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, 
you know, candidate in, in, in for New Orleans? Like, how does that make you feel? Does it feel, feel different than anywhere else? Does it feel, feel different because it's hometown and you you like you really got the key to the city? Like, yeah, bro. Seven, uh, seven war five. Man, because, you know, really, bro, like that, that's 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 why I did it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, that, that that's why you do the right things. That's that's why, you know, you try to get your life on track. Um, it wasn't for like people that didn't know me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you don't try to put together a successful life or a successful career for people that don't know you, right? You want people that do know you to to be proud of you. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, and so, like, like I say that to say, bro, like my motivation has always been New Orleans, right? And, and like trying to make my people proud, and you know, trying to make my family proud, and you know, like my grandmother not here no more, but like I know she'll be. You know, like for sure, proud. Absolutely. So, for me, bro, um, man, it's just a full circle moment because it's like, damn, like, like all the because because a lot of times, bro, like early on in my career, right, like uh, when I was quote unquote uh, a different person, you know, right. even though I was, was always the same person, right? I was just a eighteen, nineteen year old who, you know, got in trouble. You know right, and they like, just hit you with that troubled youth ASAP. Like, oh, he's tr- troubled. Come on, right? one, one so, incident doesn't make you troubled, <laughs> right? But you know, early on in the league, bro, like you, especially me, I missed out on what I feel like is a lot of fun because I was so focused on the game, right? Like, I wanted to have a successful career, so man, I ain't start going on vacations to like my fourth year in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and off season none. None, bro. Like, and but but that was like the level of sacrifice, like that I yeah. that I had, right? And so, but you don't feel that when you're doing it, right? You like, damn, all my teammates going up there in the Bahamas, they they this way, like they having a ball, and here you is just so focused on not messing it up. And so, you know, it was some moments early on in my career where I'm like, damn, bro, like it don't even feel like I'm in the league because. You know, I'm so serious, right? Like, like I'm just trying to do the right thing. So, so it's good to look back on that, bro, and be like, "Damn, you made the right decision. Like, you was doing the right things. Like, right. Um, like all that paid off." So, uh, what was yeah, what was, what was that transition though? Like, was that was that you adding on like meditating? Was that you like you know guys guys in the locker room? We have Doctor Chambliss or whatever you know a therapy coach and like and I only say that because I know there's a stigma around athletes or even black men in general you know not wanting to go to therapy and I'm like bro like go talk it out I try and tell you know my young bucks now I'm like hey man talk to somebody sooner rather than later like I didn't even think about talking to a therapist or having therapy sessions or even somebody you can bounce ideas off until I was like eight years in and you you try it out you're like this ain't bad. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I won't see you every week, but I see you sometimes. Right, right. <laughs> Man, I, I, I love that. Actually, we was just talking about it, you know, last, uh, last year for training camp. Like, yeah. I think I missed like six practices. Like three of those days, I was like, like in a, um, uh, it was like a wellness therapy, uh, you know, center. Right. So like, I'm, I'm always down for that. Like I still, I still got my therapist, you know that I, that I talked to. What the hell is a wellness yeah. ther- therapy set like a set, like ordained man, like it's, it's like a resort like man it's like uh it's like a like, car wash for the mind. Yeah, bro. Basically, uh, but it's like different things. Like obviously, you know, any therapy session, right? It, pe- most people think of therapy and they think of like 
oh man, I got to sit in front of somebody and tell them my whole life story. And, and they're going to they, try to find the root to all my problems. Like, don't right, solve me. But, you know, a lot of people don't like doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really like doing it, but I know when I have to do it, it's kind of cool to release that. But the place I went to, man, it's like, man, you go for walks on the lake. You know, you uh, they got like horse therapy. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you on a horse and you, you know, rubbing the horse. Man, it's crazy, bro. But it's like, it's therapeutic. Right. You and you, 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 you and your zen. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, bro. Uh, but, 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 but my transition, bro, uh, was, it was serious, bro, because obviously you, you do the therapy, you know, part of it. But, right. you know, I had started uh, really getting into like yoga, you, you know what I'm saying? And like meditation, right? And, um, you know, uh, a lot of people that I work with in Arizona, uh, I credit them too, man, because I had like a good kind of support system. Like I said, bro, I had Larry and Calais and Pat, so it's like right. I had I had all their resources. Oh, I love it, bro. Like like I said, I just like I like to talk about just you know that mental health and wellness too, because in this game, bro, we give so much to it. So you like you give and give and give and give and realize you depleted without knowing that you depleted. Like, why am I edgy? Why am I irritable? Why am I, you know, my body hurts, my mind hurts, and, and like, you know, my family still wants to to, to cuddle and lay down. You like, bro, don't touch me. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, or you know, all I, all I do is 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 deal with football, and then I'm if I'm out in public, I'm dealing with fans. So you know, you you don't even really know your real self. So sometimes it's cool to just decompress and, and figure out who you are. And sometimes you need other people to help you with that. You know, again, just to bounce yeah. ideas off. So I just, I just love you know, trying to break that stigma of like, we don't need to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, as human beings, we're social people. And right. it's, it's, we're supposed to communicate. We're supposed right. to communicate. Right. right. Yeah. My wi- wifey is definitely going to use that against me on this episode. She was like, so we're supposed to communicate. Just not. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, I do just <laughs> what you want. All my inner feelings. Come on, relax. Take it easy. Right. <laughs> But uh, all right, let's let's get off that heavy and get into something light. You know, coming from coming from New Orleans, uh, I want to know what your uh, what your favorite restaurant is out here. My favorite restaurant, bro. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't even think it's a restaurant, bro. What you What you mean? I mean, like, cause you know, some places sell food, but it's like, should they be selling food? Should they be selling food? But the, but the food decent though, you know. <laughs> like, so it's like you know. But nah, bro. So they got a store called the Red Rooster, and I, like I said, I don't think it's a restaurant. Like, like the like the hot sauce. Yeah. Okay. But, so, but the catch is, it's like around the corner from the Magnolia. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, but they got the best hot sauce sandwich in the world, bro. But coming coming anywhere to to New Orleans and everybody pushing hot sausage. Didn't hit Dude. right for me. It didn't hit right for me for a long very, time. Very they're like, elite. they're like, hey, elite boudin. Very elite, bro. Indeed, I love them. I love hot sauces. I think I love them too, bro, because I don't eat them as much now since I've been back home, right? Because you can get them, like, right? Whenever, right? Right. But it's like, bro, when I was living in Arizona in Kansas City, we had. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get a hot. You know, say you, hey, you know, I'm from Arizona, so that's what I'm saying. That hot sausage <laughs> was not on no platter. You could get chorizo. Well, anyway, bro, I'm going to get you out of here. I'll try and keep it at 30, but I'm always going over. That's my fault. 
I, nah, you good, bro. Hey, I appreciate you tapping in, bro, with, with, with your boy on Off the Edge. Like I said, I love, I love having uh, a podcast just to talk to my boys because I always get like, you know, the producer sending the cheat sheet of, of your boy. You're like, no, I knew he was the three-time Pro Bowler. No, I knew all this. He's Super Bowl champion. But I get to I get to learn like things I didn't know about, you know, like, like I know what your middle name is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, right. <laughs> I get that random. I'm like, I don't even, Divine, Devon, right. the Tyrant, Devon Matthew. Huh. Yeah, the coldest. I appreciate you tapping in, boy. Man, I appreciate you, brother. Let's just talk about, you know, what gets you hyped before games? What gets you hyped during games? The music you lead up to. I wake up and I, you know, I may start off with some some classical Mozart, some symphony number no. nines. You know, I, I sometimes I wake up, I'm way too amped up, and then I have to calm myself back down. You know, I may put on a little Izzy Brothers. I may, you know, I, I, sometimes I wake up and I'm a little sleepy. I wake up, I'm like, damn, I need something. And I throw on some E40, or I throw on some Dev the Dude, or I put on the K- Kendrick Lamar. You know, or I, or I slap some uh some. What you mean? Huh? You know, sometimes I got those some juvenile on or some Lil Wayne. You know, it just depends on the day. And as the day progresses, as you get close to the game, you just keep on slowly amping up that energy. Um, but either way, you listen to a lot. Of, I listen to a lot of music before the game. You know, leading up to it, and I may not listen to any music. You know for 30 minutes or so while I'm in the locker room because I'm getting my thoughts sorted out. I'm looking over notes for real quick. I got my headphones on, but nothing's probably playing. Uh, so I'm looking like like I'm looking like I can't be bothered because I'd rather not be bothered. I'm focusing in. I'm, lo- I'm getting locked into the game. But that being said, right before the game, I'm always throwing on some like diabolical madness, you know, some some Method Man, some Eminem, you know, uh, I throw in some Avenged Sevenfold, you know, it'll be some, it'll be some like hardcore Metallica, like just some, uh, wow, some, some, some stuff, you know what I'm saying, before you go to battle. Um, but that just brings me to it. You know, I feel like everybody has different music platforms. I was trying to support, you know, Tidal. I'm sure there's Apple out there, the Spotify, so many, so many different music, music uh, platforms to get your music from. Um, and I'm just sort of looking at it. What are, you know, my top five artists that I think I, I listen to, and then I'm going to say this season, I'm not even going to go the year. Cause then like, I'm not even trying to put that, that, that uh, spectrum out there, but I'd probably say it's, it's Rod Wave. Uh, it's J Balvin, Method Man, uh, Lil Wayne's coming bike, you know, uh, and then it's, it's a throw up, right? It's, it's probably between Young Dolph or Future, maybe the edge goes to Kendrick Lamar. I don't know, but like, you know, somewhere in there. So I'm going to say J Balvin, Method Man, uh, Young Dolph, Rod Wave and Future. I'd be interested, you know, to figure out what am I missing with my, 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 uh, my top five, top five you know artists maybe i maybe i'm missing something else i feel like i listen to a lot of artists that being said i appreciate y'all for everything y'all have done y'all tuning in these these few weeks y'all riding with the who that nation i assume y'all all is a saints nation fan because you know when it's black and gold what other colors could beat that you know black and gold just is a phenomenal colorway the saints are a phenomenal team i think we still have a phenomenal future ahead of us for these last five games I appreciate you sticking with us. I appreciate you sticking with me. I appreciate y'all tuning in to Off the Edge with me, your host, Cam Jordan. Um, and, and honestly, I, I thank my dog, 532, number seven, uh, Honey Badger, Tyre Matthew, Walter Payton, Man of the Year candidate for the New Orleans Saints, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Mr. Tyre Matthews himself for coming in 
and partaking and giving off knowledge on the podcast. So tune in, tap in wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio app, wherever else you find it. Tell your peoples, tell your tell your folks, tell all the buku people you know, tell them. You know what I'm saying? Bring them on in. Tell them you just tapped into one of the best podcasts out and off the edge with me, your host. Peace. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.